Hey there, and welcome to the Full-Time Facialist Podcast. I'm your host, Christine Smith, and today we're talking about how to keep your business in the black during a recession. Now, recessions are a normal part of the economic cycle. They happen every few years, but even still, they can be really painful for solo estheticians. When it comes to recessions, people are just not spending extra cash on luxury items. So you're going to have to be really strategic on how you operate your business during a time like this. I hate to say it, but most businesses will fail during this time. But the ones that are going to come out on top at the end of it all, those are the ones that think ahead and change their perspectives on how they run their business. So today I'm going to be sharing with you five things that you can do to not only survive during a recession, but to also thrive during one. If that sounds good to you, then stay tuned for more. All right, let's go ahead and jump right into the very first thing that you can do to survive and thrive in a recession. That is definitely going to be changing your client's view of your services from them seeing you as being a necessity instead of a luxury. Now, I already mentioned it. During a recession, most people start cutting luxuries. They start cutting things that they definitely can live without, and they start going up the line until they get to a place where they are doing only the bare necessities to survive. My goal for you is to be one of the last things that they cut before they are no longer receiving anything of pleasure or happiness for themselves. So in order to do that, you're going to have to help them to see your services or their time with you as more of an experience that benefits their well-being, their self-care habits, and their mental health. To do this, you're going to have to make sure that you're not only a really great listening ear, but that you become one of the greatest sources of encouragement for them. Like when they come in and they receive a facial with you, I know that your room already smells amazing because you've got candles or oils, and I know that the music is already relaxing and amazing, and I know that the massage during the facial is going to be absolutely on point. But more than that, you want them to be able to come in with all of the cares, fears, and worries of the world and literally walk out feeling not only a hundred times um, prettier because you made them look amazing, but also a hundred times lighter because they've unloaded all of whatever was built up in them that may have been negative. They leave that behind and they walk out of your room feeling like, oh my gosh, that was like a therapy session. I need to make sure that I come back more regularly because I feel better. Not only do I look better, but I feel better. So that's one of the things that you really need to do. You need to change their view on how they see you, their time with you and your services and turn that into an experience that they just, they can't just give up. Okay. Now, the second thing that you can do is you can start cutting your expenses. Now, I know that most of you probably already have started doing this, but here are a few little tips that maybe you hadn't thought about. As far as at work, cutting expenses, one of the first things that you can do is start condensing your work days and your hours so that you can save gas. So if you are typically available five, six, seven days a week to your clients, 
and some days you're having only one or two clients a day, what you want to do is you want to condense down to maybe three or four days that you go in for appointments, only those days, and everyone has to book on just those days. And once you start getting completely booked up on those days, then you start opening more days. But if you are like most estheticians, you're going to have some short term cancellations or you're going to have some no shows that happen. And the last thing you want to do is drive all the way to work, sit there and wait for someone to not show up. And now you only have one client that day. The amount of gas that you spent getting there and the amount of time and energy that you spent getting there and setting up for that one appointment will almost completely eat away any profit that you make. So you wanna get really smart about when you're going to work and try to condense it as much as possible. Another way to cut down on your expenses is to start using what you've got instead of ordering more stuff. Now, I don't know about you, but I love the spa industry. I love everything about skincare. I, if I had a million bucks, all I would do is buy equipment and products and tools. And I mean, I would just go crazy in an aesthetic mall if there was one of those things that existed. But what happens is when you're, you're in a recession and there's not a lot of money that's just flying around, it gets to the point where instead of ordering more things or trying new masks or, oh, this person is using this tool, I should grab one of those. What you should do is hunker down and look at what you've got and just use it in a different way. Create a whole new service around it. Use what you've got. That's going to save you so much money. Oftentimes we have this shiny object syndrome and we see things and we want them and we want to try them and we think that the more things that we do and the more things that we bring into our business, the more people that we'll get and the more money we'll make and it's just not true. So start using what you've got before you start ordering anything else. Another way that you can cut down on your expenses is if you are printing off uh, marketing materials like flyers, postcards, anything like that to, um, you know, for like a facial of the month club, if you have anything like that going on where you are featuring a new facial or spa promotion every single month. One of the things you can do is instead of featuring just one, go ahead and feature three months worth of promotions or facials on one sheet of paper. It'll save you so much money because instead of printing every single month, a hundred flyers or whatever, you can print a hundred flyers, have three months of promotions on that one flyer, and you can use that for months at a time instead of only once a month. It's, it's just going to cut down on your printing cost, which is going to cut down on your marketing. And it's helpful because it lets people know what's coming up ahead too. So another way that you can cut down on your expenses is going to be buying used equipment instead of purchasing everything brand new. So if you are on Facebook, there's a lot of Facebook groups. You can check your local area, but there's a lot of Facebook groups where estheticians are selling equipment or selling products or selling things. And I live in Texas and stuff is getting sold all the time. And all you have to do is go online, ask around, you know, post in some of the groups, hey, I'm looking to purchase this. If anybody hears or sees something, let me know. Or find local buying and selling groups within your community and purchase that way. But it's going to save you so much money to purchase something from someone else versus to go through a company and get it brand new. You're going to pay twice as much, if not more. 
Another way that you can start cutting down your expenses is to purchase retail size products instead of the full back bar size products. If you're not consistently booked solid, then there's no need to waste money on large amounts of product that you're just not going through very quickly. So go ahead and get those retail sizes and use the retail sizes as your back bar. All right, let's go ahead and move down to the third thing that you can be doing. That is going to be niching yourself down. Now, this also is a way that you can cut your expenses, but I kind of wanted to give it a little bit more of its own focus because it is so important. Like I said earlier, as estheticians, a lot of times we get excited and we want to provide every single service under our license and even then some. I mean, I know estheticians that are doing everything. They're doing facials and waxing and sugaring. They're doing lash extensions, dermaplaning. Uh, they're doing all the things. And the problem with that, oh, and also teeth whitening and sunless tanning and, you know, they're doing all the things because they think that the more services they provide, the more different kinds of people they'll get in. But instead, what it does is it confuses people and it actually gives you less clients. The truth is we like people that focus on something. We feel as though they know their stuff. They're typically more confident in what they're doing when they are niched down. If you don't believe me, think about it this way. If you broke your foot, would you just go to a pediatrician? No, you wouldn't. That's a kid's doctor. Would you just go to a general practitioner or a nurse? No, you wouldn't. If you broke your foot, you would go to a podiatrist or you would go to a foot specialist. You would go to a bone specialist, somebody that specializes in healing broken bones and working with the feet. That's what you would do. And why would you do that? You would just feel within you that you could trust them, that they know what they're talking about because they have studied this very specific thing and you would go to them because you would want them to do it right. You would want your foot fixed in the right way. It's the same thing as estheticians. When you are doing too many services and you become a jack of all trades and you're a master of none, then people don't trust you as much. And it's like this subconscious thing. No one's walking around going, nope, don't want to trust you. You're no good at what you do. No, no one's walking around that way. But subconsciously, we're thinking that this person is doing A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. And what I want is just B. So people will typically go to the person that is great at B. So if you niche yourself down, it's going to do two things. Number one, it's going to help you with marketing because you have a singular marketing message. There's no confusion and you will attract so many more people because they know that you mean business in that one area. But another way it's going to help you is it's going to help you cut down on your supply and product costs. Instead of buying supplies and things for all of the services, you are purchasing things for one type of service. Then after you master that, go ahead and start branching out and adding more on. All right, moving along to the fourth thing that you can do during a recession to help your business, and that is offer shorter services. Now, I know so many estheticians that refuse to do many facials. They feel as though they don't make enough profit from it. They don't feel like it's worth their time. And I want to tell you, shorter services, especially many facials, are completely worth your time if you know how to price them correctly and if you know how to cut certain steps out to make the, the steps that you leave in more productive. 
you want to make sure that you are offering services that are a little bit shorter so that when you have clients that are suffering from financial hardships, they can still come in. I know that for myself over the years, I've had clients that come in for like, they come in for my most expensive facials on a regular basis. But then when hard times hit, they feel as though, okay, well, I can't come in anymore because I can't afford, you know, I can't afford to pay $125 for that service now. So what you do is you start making shorter services so that you're not expending more product or more time, but they can still end up paying. You have services that are more for $50, $45, maybe even $35. Yes, you're going to have to shorten the amount of time of the services. Yes, the client is not going to get as many steps, but the client can still get some great results for a lower amount of money. All right, moving along to the fifth and final thing that you can do to thrive in a recession, and that is going to be to stay in touch. I know this sounds so simple, but I hate to say it. So many estheticians do not do this. When you stay in touch with your clients, it keeps you at the forefront of their mind. So you need to be checking in with them. One of the ways that you can check in with them is for non-business related excuses. So things like birthdays, things like anniversaries, and you find these out by having your clients fill out those intake forms that ask about these important dates. You wanna reach out, send cards, send well wishes, Give them a call if you haven't seen them in a while. Just tell them you're checking in on them. Another way that you can stay in touch with your clients is to share your monthly promotions. Even if you haven't seen a client for a few months, just share with them, hey, here's what's going on in the business, here's what I'm up to, and here's what I'm promoting this month. Here are the products that are on sale. But lastly, a really amazing way to stay in touch with your clients is to be a resource. I can't tell you how often I've had clients that have stopped coming in to see me because maybe they were ill or maybe financially they were in between jobs or they, you know, for whatever reason, I hadn't seen them in a couple of months. But I remember some of the conversations we've had and I've been able to be a huge resource by, you know, I've had clients that had a new, um, a new diet, a new way of eating. So I've been able to find articles and, and, you know, email those articles to them or, you know, send the link for a blog post or a YouTube video about something they were talking about. I've had clients talking about, you know, they want to pick up crocheting or they want to start painting or, you know, they want to um, learn more about nutrition or they're looking into essential oils. Whatever it is, it does not have to be related to your business or your services for you to be a resource. But what it does, again, it keeps you at the forefront of their mind. They are feeling as though you care because you are thinking about something that they mentioned and you are shining light on that thing and it has nothing to do with your business. So you're not trying to get them to buy anything and it just produces such good feelings, such warmness towards you. I mean, this is one of the best ways to thrive during recession because people, if they are not coming in regularly, they ultimately at some point will come back because they know that you see them as special and they feel loved, they feel cared about. So anyway, those are five things that you can completely do. These are very easy to do, not expensive at all. Anyone can do these, but you can do these during recession so that you can stay on top of your business and not only stay on top, but 
come out on top at the end of all of it. Like I said, a lot of businesses close down and go out of business at this time. Financial hardship and recessions are like this sifting to see who's really got a good relationship with their clients and who doesn't. So I hope that those things helped you. Um, and one final way that you could really kind of thrive during a recession is to make sure your marketing is on point. I have an amazing spa marketing cheat sheet. It is absolutely free. So if you need some help and some ideas with how to market your services or let, shall we say, your experiences to your clients or potential clients, then go grab this free spa marketing cheat sheet. It's absolutely free. Like I said, just go grab it, fulltimefacialist.com backslash marketing um, and grab yours today. Until the next episode, take care. 